everybody. Welcome to The Writer Trick with your host, Kay Nicole. So I had to restart this because I did not like how I was trying to tell the story originally. I feel like I was really all over the place, so we're just going to do this again. Um, I'm going to just get into the spiel uh, before we start the episode because I know you probably don't even care about that. You care about the story time. It was literally a landslide when I had people vote on my Instagram. So first thing, you can donate to the podcast or bless my cash app. Everything will be down below. That would be great considering I have to buy new equipment now. So that would be great. Uh, I want to be compensated. Two, um, if you are a self-published author, feel free to sign up for a free book review. Um, but if you want podcast space, that's going to be a completely different thing. So you can look at everything on my website and then you can contact me via DM. You can contact me via email. I kind of respond to anything. doesn't matter. Cool. Three, this podcast is available on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube officially. And I'm doing pretty good at getting it on YouTube. So um, if you're listening to me on your platform of choice, then great. It's nice to meet you. I'm glad you're here. I hope you stick around. And um, if you know anybody who is looking for a really good podcast to listen to, please share and please rate me as well. This really helps me out. And I'm really trying to get this out, out there as much as I, as I can. So that would be really helpful if you can do that. Four, follow me on Instagram. I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all. Um, that's going to be K the writer, K-A-E the writer. Um, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get a lot of shit that you wouldn't get on here. Five, I did start a Patreon page. Um, everything is down below, but uh, tiers are starting at $5. The highest is $15. And you can get a lot of exclusive behind the scenes content, early access to episodes, um, discounts on candles, I think. That's what I put. Uh, access to a Discord chat. There's quite a few benefits you're going to get out of me. Uh, monthly poetry prints so like if you really are interested in that type of stuff then feel free i mean i'm just saying i'm gonna put a lot of work into that uh six i'm i'm going to officially start doing beta reading and editing services um so if y'all are interested in that shit then i'll have it every i should have everything set up by the time this episode comes out if not you can come flame me but i should have everything set up so if you would like to get your manuscript beta read or edited or your poetry manuscript, uh, beta read or edited, then you can go check out my rates. Um, I'll have it linked down below. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Disclaimer. I'm not here to bash nobody. I'm not here to start no drama. I just had a story that I needed to tell, and that's that. I mean, if you didn't want to be the villain of my story, then you shouldn't have did the shit you did. So that's my philosophy. I have a right to tell my story. I'm not going to give no no actual names. I'm not going to give really any descriptions here because I don't need you all finding him and bashing him. We don't need to do that. It happened. It was three years ago. We kind of moved on. It is what it is. So just listen to the story and move along this is for entertainment purposes only this is not to uh stir the pot so yeah i don't want to do any of that i think that's really it so let's get into the story time because i don't think y'all even care about any of that so yeah all right i'm trying to think of the best way to start this because there's so much bullshit that happened that it's hard to even really like contain it in this amount of time so what I'm gonna do is I actually have a whole report and it laid out the dates so I'm gonna go through those individually and anything I need to fill in I'll fill in but yeah so we're, we're gonna just do it like that but before we get into that I think it's important to kind of know the backstory <laughs> okay so we're gonna list our players before we start we got Johnny who's a stalker we got Danny who's gonna be the nigga I was with oh should I say nigga I can't say nigga can I I cannot say nigga on here okay um <laughs> fuck so we got Johnny, the stalker. We got Danny, the guy I ended up getting with and staying with until the end of my freshman year of college. And then we got me, Kayla. So 
yeah or k whatever i'm just gonna shorten my name to k because i feel like that's important all right so this is gonna start in the summer of 2019 this is before we go to college we've already graduated high school it's what it is so by this point if you already know johnny out at graduation i told the story on one of my episodes i do not remember which one you're gonna have to dig so enjoy yourself but I cussed him out at graduation because I found out he was cheating on me with some girl. Not that I can prove it now, but you know how women just got a certain intuition about them. He was cheating on me with some girl. So I cussed him out, broke up with him. It was a whole spiel, whatever. Cool. We end up stupidly getting back together about a month later after that. And of course it's not working out because I'm still not over the fact that you cheated on me. And I'm still not over the fact that you're lying to my face. And you claim you're going to change, but you haven't shown me that you're going to change. So I don't really believe anything that you're saying to me right now. Okay. But, you know, I'm being stupid. I'm being lonely. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just ignore it for right now. But what ended up being the turning point of all of this is a pool party of all things. So his best friend at the time, who I also was cool with, was having a pool party for his birthday. So, of course, the both of us decide to go. It's just me, him. Uh, the best friend, and then some other girl that he brought along. Okay, so it's just four of us. And it's going okay for the most part until the girl asks, how long have y'all been together, me and Johnny? She asked, how long have y'all been together? I was like, a year. And then, of course, I'm candid as fuck. I don't sugarcoat anything. I immediately was like, yeah, but we broke up temporarily because he was cheating on me with some girl and blah, 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 blah. Of course, Johnny's upset at me even saying that. And it just was awkward, very awkward tension after that because I – I think he was mad that I kept bringing it up because I would keep bringing it up because I was like, I'm not going to let you slide past this. So, of course, he's upset about that, but mm, we kind of move along. She's kind of like, okay, I don't know what can of worms I open, but she's like, whatever. And we end up getting out the pool and going to talk. I don't know what we were talking about. I think it was Pokemon or something, right? But I'm sitting here chit-chatting, acting like myself. I'm I'm talking to all three of them. I'm like, yeah, he's antisocial in the corner. And he was one of those people where I think he didn't like to see me shine. And I don't think he liked to see me interact with other people aside from him. So anytime that happened, he would get jealous. He would get quiet. He would move along. He would have an attitude. And that's exactly what happened. At the time, I didn't really think much of it. I just figured you're shy. But but then at the same time, I'm like, you know exactly who these people are. And he's just like, oh, well, I don't really know what to talk about with y'all. And I'm not really interested in what you're talking about. I'm like, that's a whole lie because you would talk to me about it. So I'm like, you seem like you're interested. You just weren't interested because I was talking to somebody other than you. So hindsight's twenty twenty. But anyways, after that moment, I immediately was like, you're not changing. You're exactly who I remember you being. And I'm not going to play this game with you anymore. And I was over it. And I just remember talking. And I was kind of like not really talking to him for like a couple days after that. And so I had my friend come over. My best friend at the time, she came over for a sleepover. I'm telling her about the situation again. And so I'm talking to her about it. And she was reading some of the old text messages he sent me because he was calling me entitled for breaking up with him. And um, he was just mean. He was evil. But anyway, she was reading those. And she just had to literally slam the phone down. And she's just like, I don't know how you could deal with somebody who treats you that bad. And I said, well, we've got history. And she said, that shouldn't matter. And I was like, dang, you're kind of right. So we ended up crafting a nice little breakup text the morning after. And I just straight told him, I said, look, I'm not, I can't be with you anymore. And I was like, this isn't going to work. You're not going to change. And I can't keep sitting around and waiting for you to do that. Of course, he's upset. We kind of hash it out. It is what it is. Cool. And I'm going to preface this by saying that I am one of these people where I tend to grieve the relationship while I'm in the relationship. And by the time I break up with you, I'm probably already over you. Okay. 
because people tend to think I'm just a hoe and I'm like I'm really not it's just I'm one of those people where I can kind of get over you kind of fast like I could love you but get over you kind of quick because I don't ever want to be that person who sits there and cries over a nigga for too long again I don't think I can say nigga on here but whatever um I don't ever want to do that no I'm just not that type of chick I've never been that type of chick I'll never be that type of chick so um I might have been kind of sad about it for like a day or two and I got the fuck over it because I was like girl we gotta move on so amidst this bullshit I meet Danny and Danny and I had been kind of mutual friends for a while he was mutual friends with um Johnny at some point and I say mutual friends loosely because like this is going to be important later on but I say mutual friends very loosely they talked here and there but they weren't like besties right cool whatever so he ends up talking to me, sliding in my DMs, we end up chit-chatting, and we end up getting together. This was about, like, a week or two after I, me and Johnny broke up, which, maybe in hindsight, this probably wasn't a good thing to do, but I don't know. I was, like, 17 going on 18. Or, no, I'm sorry. No, I was 18. <laughs> I'm, I was I was legal at that point. I was 18. I didn't know no better. I didn't know how to handle that stuff. And I figured, since we're broken up, there's nothing you can do. So I'm like, what does it matter what I do after I, I break up with you? You know, that's kind of my mindset. Whatever you, whatever somebody does after they break up with you, man, they ain't got nothing shit to do with you. So we end up getting together. And it's cool. I haven't really posted anything about him. So nobody really knows anything. And I think at this point, Johnny had been blocked on most stuff. Unless he was making secret accounts I didn't know about. But he had a few accounts. So it's very possible he had another account I didn't know about. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. So I ended up telling his best friend, which me and the best friend were so cool at that point. And I'm thinking, oh, you're going to be on my side. So you're not going to snitch. That's a whole lie. This is lesson number one of this podcast episode. Don't ever be friends with your boyfriend's friends. Ever. Don't ever do that. Don't ever think that they're ever going to be more of your friend than the than they'll be more of the other person's friend. Like, because they're always going to be on the other person's side no matter what. Especially if they've been close for years. They're going to be on the other person's side no matter what. They will keep all the secrets. Everything. So I was like, yeah. I'm sure that um, if I wouldn't have said anything, he probably wouldn't have found out until way later. But still, regardless. Anyway, so I tell said best friend, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm seeing this new guy, blah, 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 blah. His name is, I just give the first name. I don't even give like a last name or anything. Nothing that you could go off of. Right. But somehow, best friend snitched to Johnny and Johnny got pissed. Okay. So this is where we're going to officially pull up the fucking uh, timeline sheet because um, this is where it starts. So. We start August 3rd, 2019. And mind you, before this, in July, he was texting me, I miss you, and blah, 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 blah. I'm telling him to leave me alone, okay? But that's not really important information. So August 3rd, 2019, this is when he texts me again, and he's like, hey, you know, I don't want to be nosy or anything, but who's your new man and what he look like? Of course I don't respond, because I'm like, that's none of your fucking business. He then proceeds to text my mother. And he's like, yo, Miss Jones, do you know who new man is? Um, you know, I'm just trying to find out. I have a hunch. I blah, 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 blah. Is it this person? I just really need to know, right? Not that you really need to know, because why do you need to know? Of course, my mom is like being a G, because I already told her who I was with, but she, of course she's not going to fucking tell him that. And he, she's just basically like, you need to let it go, Johnny. You're doing too much. Um, she's just focused on school right now, and stalking her accounts and doing all this is creepy. You need, you need to chill out. Of course, he didn't listen to this, Okay. He then proceeds to find out exactly who the person is, 
and DMs him on Instagram. He then DMs Danny and he's like, yo, come on, man. Are you dating Kayla? I just need to know. Just put me out of my misery. Of course, Danny then responds, yeah, I'm dating her, period. Like, nothing else that you need to know. And of course, Johnny is extremely upset about that revelation. Extremely upset. By that point, I hadn't heard from him for like maybe 10 days. So it creeps up to August 13th, 2019. Mind you, we start classes, start moving into the dorms and stuff like that around what the 19th, I think, around that time, that weekend or something. So this is completely before I even moved in, was starting college, whatever. So he then texts me a poem and it's titled, I Thought You Loved Me Too, Petty passive aggressive as fuck why are you acting like a female okay and he basically was just like I can't believe you got with my friend less than a week after we split and I'm just kind of like nigga what so I was like hey yo thanks for the poem or whatever because I love poetry he knows I love poetry so he was being a dickhead and I was just kind of like thanks for the poem but I was like that's not really how it played out and I was just kind of like I'm kind of over and done with it at this point so let it go right and, of course, he's just like, I mean, that is kind of how it worked out, Kayla. It's just like a giant F you, um, and it's like you didn't care and blah, 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 blah. And side note, as much as I understand his point, I do nowadays. I do understand his point now, and I can understand how upsetting that really was. But at the same time, like I said, whatever I do after we break up is whatever I do after I break up. And it's not like you tried to be committed anyway when we, when we were together. So, like, why does it matter? Just saying. So... Of course, I'm just kind of like, dude, I'm not trying to get in a fight with you. It's not really worth it. It's not going to change nothing. You're doing too much. Get over it, right? And it's like, it's just a waste of time. And of course, he's just like, oh, well, I think I have a right to get my feelings out. And, um, you know, I deserve the same treatment that you do. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, um, you've expressed your feelings more than enough, especially on social media, as far as I'm concerned. And so if you want to move on, then please just stop texting me and stalking my accounts. It's that simple. Just move to stop. And, of course, he's just like, no, I mean, how I feel directly. Mind you, he had been sitting here texting me paragraphs about how he missed me and he loved me. And he's like, um, or being angry about why would you give him my friend and blah, 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 blah. Mind you, they are not actually close friends. They talked a few times in high school, and that was about it. They were not close friends. So I don't know where the fuck this bro code shit came from, but whatever. So he And he was just like, you know, I just want to be known that I didn't give up on us. Okay. And you dating a former friend of mine is stupid and he's dumb enough for doing the bro code like that. And, you know, um, going from I love you to I dump you don't hurt does it. And he's just like, you know, I want to know I wanted you to know that I care and I did feel for you. But I guess that's history. Have fun with Danny. And I was like, I blocked him after that. I do believe. Um, but it's just kind of like, dude, like. Mind you, he wasn't really sitting here on social media being like, yeah, I didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. No, he was on there bashing me. He was bashing me. So I was like, no, that's not even, like, you're making it out to look like I'm a bitch when it's not even the case here. Like, you got people thinking that I'm this asshole, and I'm like, no, do not victim, uh, victim shift. I don't, I don't know the right word. Like, he tried to act like he the victim when he was the aggressor the entire time. So I was like, I don't know what you're on, but okay. So by this point, um, we had ended up going to the school or, and whatever, moving in. I moved in and whatever. He's still kind of doing his shit, but it is what it is. It's not as big of a deal. Until we get to August 25th, 2019. How this did make it into a report, I don't know. But anyway, so 
that day I don't know what was going on but I was really irritated that day I was over it. I was just doing homework at my desk my roommate's sitting in my room and then my best friend at the time she's sitting in there too so it's all three of us just chilling in my bedroom right we're all just kind of working on our own stuff I hear a knock on the door I'm like who the fuck is that so I go to open the door there's nobody there I'm like okay whatever close the door not even five minutes later I get another knock on the door then I hear fucking pitter patter footsteps and I'm like hey yo what the fuck going on I'm pissed so I open the door nobody's there I lose my mind so I scream in the hallway because I don't know who it is and I'm just like whoever keeps knocking on my fucking door you need to stop I'm like y'all need to be quiet I, I, I lost my mind so I slammed the door shut so then I end up getting a text message from the person it was and they privately dm'd me so the way it works there is like they have group me's for like the dorm setup um so like for your floor you have a group me with the the ra and then you got like the rest of the residents in there so if y'all got noise complaints or whatever you need to talk to each other you can so he privately dm's me my neighbor and he's like hey you know i'm sorry for the noise i'm pushing him out the door right now i said cool i just sent him a thumbs up i'm like bet you clarify this is um editing kayla here to clarify the way they had the dorm set up at the time um so you had the freshman dorms on the north side of campus and then you had the upperclassmen dorms on the south side of campus and if you were an honor student which i'm an honor student and at the time he was also an honor student you could live on the upperclassmen housing because they have like a specific wing for those students so if you're a freshman and you're in honors college and you want to live on the upperclassmen side of campus you can i chose to live on the north side of campus he was on the south side of campus I wanted to live on the south side of campus, but I chose not to live there because I didn't want to fucking deal with him. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just stay on this side of the campus. And I'm thinking he's never going to find me. Then he tells me, it's your ex-boyfriend who's obviously still in love with you. So he was just doing stupid stuff. He's gone. And I'm like, my blood ran cold. Like, I literally was like, what the fuck? Mind you, I had just got done trying to look into a restraining order and stuff because I was fucking sick of him. I was over it. So I was like what the fuck do you mean? So I, then I'm even more pissed. Cause I'm like, Hey, yo, what the fuck do you mean? He's knocking on my door. So I asked him, I said, so he was the one knocking on my door like that. And he said, yeah. And he's like, sorry, LOL. And he's like, you know, um, I told him that it's not going to continue. I'm trying to be courteous. I'm not trying to be a dick. And I was like, you know, he's like, again, I'm really sorry. Try to offer me snacks. I'm peeved. I'm like, I don't want that. I'm good. Thanks. And he's like, you know, um, let me know if I can change your mind. And he's like, you know, he won't be coming back over here. And I said, cool. Thank you. And he ends up explaining like how they became friends. I guess they went to like some bowling league or whatever and ended up becoming friends. And then maybe they must've had a conversation and the neighbor must've been like, yeah, I live across from her. What are you talking about? And then of course, Johnny was like, Oh my God, you live across from the girl that I want to stalk. Oh, let me act a fucking fool. So I was like, Oh boy. So this is how this, well, this is fucking great. Right. The universe hates me today. That's fine. So I was like, yeah, that's fine or whatever. That's great. That's crazy. But I was like, you know, um, I would rather him not come back because he's been stalking me and I've thought about getting a restraining order. I'm like, I'm trying to tell you right now, like if I see him again, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Either you're going to get him the fuck up or I'm beating his ass in the hallway. There's there's no options here. So if you don't want to get into a fight or you don't want to see me whoop his ass, then I suggest you don't bring him back over here. Right. And I was like, I'm not mad at you, though, because you didn't know. So it's fine. But I'm just letting you know for future reference. So and then, of course, he tries to defend his ass because niggas, niggas are niggas. Right. And he's like, you know, I don't know the details, but love does weird things. And he just feels insecure about a bad breakup and reacted badly. You know, we're bad at expressing our feelings. Okay, that's great. But, like, why was your response to stalk me? That What? Why is your response to knock on my door like a heathen? Like, that is, that is, what? 
what no that's that cannot be defended i'm sorry that cannot be defended at all i was like okay that's great but i was like the main reason why we broke up was because he was toxic as fuck so there's a reason why that it ended the way it did it was his fault so I, you know i don't want to paint people in a bad light but he was emotionally abusive and it was toxic as fuck and i'm you know it's too long to go over through over text i didn't explain the whole story but i was just basically like that's great you're trying to defend him or whatever but it's not how he's making it seem like he's making it seem like he loved me so much and I was just this evil person who didn't want to want him to do so no you did it to me you did it to yourself that's why I broke up with you like let it go bro and um, he's like yeah he feels really really bad he's throwing up in his room I don't give a fuck let him let him throw up until he dies I don't care right and I was like, you know, whatever, I appreciate it, thanks, whatever. And he was like, cool, yeah, no problem, blah, 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 blah. So I don't hear again from him until later on that night. And then he's like, you know, I know the circumstances are weird, Kayla, but it should be just slightly flattering that someone cares about you that much. I don't think anyone in my life except maybe my roommate would ever care that much. I'm not excusing anything, but I think that says a lot about you and your impact on people. And I was like, hmm? Nigga, What? So I was like, yo, impact is great and all, whatever. But uh, what? I was like, no, that that's fine. But in terms of it being flattering, and it is far from such. And I was just kind of like, if he cared about me that much, he would not have done what he did. So I was like, fuck that. That's not love. And I was like, I'm not going to, I hate when people want to sit here and try to tell you to forgive and make excuses for somebody doing some fuck shit to you because of love. No, nigga, I don't have to forgive him. I don't have to condone that. Like, I'm not, no, like, I don't know where people get this twisted logic that the victim has to always forgive the fucking abuser. Like, no, bro, because that was not even the first time I've had somebody even tell me that. This is a side story. Hold on. I'm going to get back to the main story in a second. But I actually had a friend in high school after I broke up with Johnny during graduation came up to me he's like yeah you should forgive him and blah 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 and I was like you weren't there you didn't deal with any of the shit he put me through so as far as I'm concerned I can forgive him when the fuck I want to forgive him like I, I no you're not gonna tell me when to forgive when you weren't a part of it I was pissed so ever since then I absolutely cannot stand when people say oh just forgive and forget fuck you I'm not gonna forgive and forget at all out of spite I'm not gonna fucking do it because who are you to tell me to forgive when you didn't go through it, you are not me. So you don't have a right to sit here and tell me to do something that you claim you would do. No. In the name of Jesus. Like, Lance, I think Jesus is okay with me not forgiving. I'm just going to be honest. He's okay with that. So, okay. Back to that. Um, then he just kind of goes into this, oh, yeah, my friend did the same thing, blah, 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 blah. So he tells me this whole story I could give two shits about, right? Cool. Whatever. So then he ends up sending me another text and he's like yeah you scared him off you're good and I said cool that was the intention right and then he sends me a screenshot of them texting back and forth and of course you know um the neighbor is like yeah you know she's concerned about a next step i.e a restraining order right of course Johnny comes back and he's like oh I'll never take another step into UVS which he actually never did after that but I can't prove it if he ever did he never knocked on my door again so I, I don't know and then, of course, you know, the neighbor's like, you know, if you did this tonight, what would happen tomorrow, next year, et cetera. And then, of course, Johnny's like, oh, I wouldn't have done shit worse. I promise, like, I'm scared. I don't want her to feel that way and blah, 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 blah. I was just like, okay, but you still kept doing what you were doing anyway. So, clearly, that didn't matter. Now, did you take a fucking physical step towards me? No, but you still were on social media. So, like, I'm just saying, you still were doing what you were doing. And then after that, I mean, it was just some bullshit conversation. And then I never really spoke to him again um and he was just kind of like it's not really my business and I'm like yeah it really isn't your business so yeah all right so after that situation with the room with the neighbor and 
that whole other situation where he was talking shit and being like, why would you give me my best friend? Or whatever. We end up guilt. I ended up really not hearing from him until October. So we kind of went through whole, the whole September, didn't hear anything, at least as far as I know from screenshots I couldn't find. Um, I didn't hear anything from him. So I'm like, cool. We're, we're good. You're vibing. We're done, right? So if he was posting anything, I don't know. And I don't know. So we get to October 18th, 2019. Cool. He then responds to a photograph of me and Danny. I don't know when, what we were doing that day or what, but he ended up basically just putting under there, oh, I'm happy for y'all. Don't ever lose that smile on her face. Stupid shit. Boring shit. Dumb shit that nobody cares about. Cool. Okay. I'm like, okay, maybe he's moved on. I mean, you're still acting weird, but at least maybe you moved on. We get to October 26th, 2019. And Danny texts me and he's like, hey, guess what? I'm like, what? Guess who added me on Snap? I'm like, who? He's like, fucking Johnny. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? I thought you blocked him. He said, me too, bro. And I can't believe he's trying that shit again. And I guess Danny ended up blocking him for real for after that. And we didn't hear anything from him until November 16th, 2019. And the reason why that I te- the reason why I texted him first that day was because I was sick and tired of him putting shit on social media. I don't know what he had put on there. I'm not exactly sure. I, I can't really remember. But it was something that sparked so much anger in me that day that I decided to just straight tell him, like, hey, you know, you need to stop doing what you're doing. Instead of responding to said message, he then is like, oh, I'm still in love with you. Um, I smell you everywhere. Um, I can't get over you. I was wrong. I was a dumbass. And, you know, I'll leave you alone. I'm sorry for everything. Right? I'm like, okay, whatever. Thanks for the fucking apology. But that, again, is not why I texted you. Right? I was like, dude, just stop putting my name out there. And um, stop being disrespectful to me and to uh, Danny. I was like, you know, this is the last straw. I'm kind of over it. And I was like, if you could refrain from doing that in the future, that'd be great. And, of course, he then comes back, and he's like, you know, I'm not here to say anything disrespectful. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at him. And da 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 right? And he's like, I know I was a dumbass and fucked up, but that's just wild. And I, I don't know if maybe that was just, I think he said, oh, that's just wild to you saying I'm disrespectful or what? I, I don't know what he was referring to that day. But I was just kind of like, again, not the fucking point of the conversation. And I was just kind of like, yeah, but making me out to be like I did you wrong is fucked up. And I was like, I don't care how mad you are at Danny or whatever, but you, you don't have a right to sit here and disrespect him or me. You don't. Especially on social media around, like, you don't just don't have the right, dude. Like, you need to chill out. Stop. Right? And, of course, in true Johnny fashion, he then says, fuck him, I don't care. Um, and he's like, you know, I've already told people what's up. He basically switched up on me. And I was like, so everything you just said was bullshit. Got to. And he's like, if that's all, then have a great day. And I was just like, bro, just my name out your mouth. And then he blocks me. So I was like, well, fuck you, too. Over it. I guess I didn't hear from him again um, until December, until Christmas Eve um, of 2019. And he just commented under a family picture we did. I forgot what the theme was because we every year for Christmas, we do like a theme, um, theme photo shoot. And I don't remember what theme it was this year. I don't know if it was us or something else. Um, but he ended up commenting under it. And he was like, oh, y'all look great. Great family picture. Cool. Whatever. We get to January 7th, 2020. And he sends my boyfriend at the time a text message. 
can't let it go. So Johnny ends up sending Danny this message that says, hey, I wanted to ask you, why do you think it was okay to stab me in the back? Um, all you had to do was tell me. I'm not trying to start shit. I'm just confused because what you did was out of line and you know it. Of course, Danny. Mind you, if I could have had him on here, I definitely would have. But um, Danny, he's one of them sharpshooter type of people. He doesn't care. He's petty as fuck. So he was just like, would you leave me alone? Move on with your life. What are you doing? Right. Of course, Johnny is then like, oh, I'm talking about your attempt to go out and try to expose me. Um, remember, we were bros. We had each other's backs. Um, we were there for each other. And he's like, I just want you to remember that, man, I'm done with you, bro. But I find it both sad and pathetic if I'm being honest with you. And of course, Danny's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Even I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Even to this day, rereading it. I'm like, I still don't know what anyone was talking about about this. And of course, Danny's like, huh? What the fuck are you talking about? Expose you how, my guy. And of course, <laughs> Johnny is like, uh, don't play dumb. Um, I had people telling me you were trying to do that. And he's like, but if you want to play dumb, that's fine. Live your life. And Danny's just like, uh, okay. So he goes on about that with Danny. And I don't really know how that conversation really ended. Um, I don't really know. I couldn't even tell you. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it ended with Danny blocking his ass and just moving on because he was like, I don't got time for this shit, so whatever. And then at some point in between this, he ends up texting my best friend at the time, hey, you know, can you tell Caleb to give me back my calculator? Because I borrowed a calculator back in high school and I never gave it back to him for whatever reason. I just kind of forgot and I kind of thought he forgot about it, but I guess he didn't for fucking forget about it. So I'm trying to get her to just go give it to him for me because the last thing I want to do is go see him. Of course she's not doing it. She's like, I don't want to be in the middle of it. I don't want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, so clearly I have to go fucking do some shit and deal with my stalker because you won't be a good friend and go help me. So that's fine. Whatever. Fine. Fuck it. So I ended up, I don't know if we unblocked each other. I don't remember how this happened. I don't know. I don't remember. But all I remember is that we set something up. I was like, cool. And I was like, I'll give you back your calculator. He's like, all right, bet. And I think I had asked him a question and I was like, hey, why the fuck did you treat me the way you treated me? Like. I just couldn't, like, that was a big question of mine for a very long time. I was just kind of like, why did you do what you did? Like, why? Why would you do that to me? And, of course, he didn't have an actual answer. But, of course, he then also tried to manipulate me again by being like, yeah, you know, ever since you left, I've been thinking about overdosing on my depression pills and blah, 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 trying to self-harm, trying to unalive. Um, He was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to unalive and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... I mean, don't do that. Like, that seems kind of <laughs> not dramatic. But I was like, uh, don't, you, you shouldn't do that. That's kind of fucked up. Um, I don't really want that on my conscience, you know. I'm like, people still need a lawyer or whatever the fuck he was trying to be. And I was like, don't do that. And he's like, um, he was like, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So I didn't talk to him again after that point. And that, again, was in January of 2020. So we didn't talk again until after that. Uh, now, you're probably wondering, well, what sparked you to go to the equity office at your school? What sparked this? What sparked him getting suspended and shit? Like, because it's like, okay, it's, everything seems like it ended on decent terms for the most part, right? He was doing some bullshit, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yes, he was being annoying, but it seems like it still ended on decent terms, right? I'm going to tell you exactly what, what caused him to get him the fuck up. So, I was taking an anthropology class at the time, um, and this was in maybe February or March around that time I was taking this anthropology class. Right before the virus that shall not be named hit, 
everything when the first wave started. So this is literally right before then. And my TA at the time had stopped me when we were in the hallway because we were waiting for the teacher to unlock the door. I'm sitting on the thing playing on my phone. She sits across from me and she looks at me. She said, hey, Kayla, I have a question for you. I was like, what's up? Did you date Johnny? And then I'm not going to get his last name, but she basically said his name. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, what does that got to do with me? I'm like, why are you asking me that question? How would you even know him? She then proceeds to say, yeah, I'm on the debate club with him. And he's saying stuff about you on Snapchat, and I'm concerned for you. Uh, it's creepy, and I think you have a stalker. And then she shows me, like, two of the little things he was saying. One of the things was, like, do you ever have dreams of fucking your ex that aren't even just, uh, enough? And I think the other one, I don't remember what the other one was. I have to actually physically look it up, because I'm like, I really don't remember. It's been that long. Um, I don't think it was anything, like, majorly important, clearly, if I don't remember it. But let me see if I can find it real quick. Hold on. Give me, like, two. Yep, found it. Yeah. Okay. So the second message. So this is the second thing he had said that she sent to me. And basically he was just like, um, I just miss her. It's dumb of me to feel this way because people don't care. People end up twisting stuff. I don't want to hear the twister, but okay, go off. And then he was like, I can't and won't deny that I wasn't the best boyfriend at all times, but I was honestly the best I could be. Um, I could have done some stuff better, but loving you was something I always prided myself in because my love for you was real. Bullshit. And then he's like, if I could do it all over again, I would. If I could replay the memories in my head, I would. It just hits me hard. So he was saying this shit on his Snapchat for everyone to see. He was still calling me out by name because, side note, um, I, I had another situation months prior to this. So that already was bad enough as it was. But I had a situation prior to this where I had somebody in class who apparently knew him. And Johnny had posted, like, a picture of us at prom because they took pictures for the yearbook at the time in high school. And there was a picture of the both of us. So said person in my class, this isn't the TA, this was in my government class. So this is, I'm talking about, like, maybe mid-October, November, that time frame, like, literally fall time. Because um, I'm taking a break from the main story right now. So this person texted me. He's like, yo, y'all dated? When? And I was like, high school. And I was like, he's toxic as fuck. I don't talk to him. He's like, oh, okay, cool. He then ends up sending me a screenshot, like, a couple, what, um months later and he was like hey you know he's saying some weird shit about you online again and basically d d fucking johnny was just talking about icloud messages before you know me and him dated and how he missed me and blah 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 blah, blah and whatever but the reason why this was so fucking annoying was that these were people that didn't even know this story right and you're sitting here putting my name out there and people are able to put the pieces together. So who, God knows what opinions people are already forming about me. And you're putting people in our business when it doesn't even have anything to involve them in. People are having to come to me about shit because they're concerned about my safety. So there's a fucking problem. So back to the original storyline. So said TA shows me these things and she basically was like, I, I think you should go to the title IX office or whatever the name of it was. And I think you should get this handled. I was so fucking embarrassed that I literally said, you know what, you're right, because I'm fucking sick of it. This has been going on for seven months straight. I thought we had reached a fucking understanding, and you then proceed to keep doing stupid shit, right? So I was like, okay, bet. I got you. I'm going to do you one better. So I ended up actually going to the title IX office. I worked with a very great um, investigator. He was A1. I would recommend him to anybody who needs help. He was great. He was very um, attentive, very calm, and I gave him every single screenshot I had. And I will say, if you are ever in a situation where you're being stalked or whatever, make sure you have screenshots of anything. It doesn't matter. Make sure you have evidence as much as you can, because that's actually what probably 
got his ass suspended was because I had mountains of evidence against him. Like, for months I was collecting that shit. Because I knew I was going to use it for something. And I was like, I need to make sure I have evidence of this shit because I need people to understand that he's crazy, right? I, I, I needed people to see the craziness that he's, he's exuding. I was like, I can't. I can't do this. So we end up getting that situation settled to where um, a no-contact order is established. And the way it works in my school is basically like the, both parties can't contact each other, whether that's through third-party apps, through other people, through um, – text phone call don't matter you can't see each other in person or whatever right so we establish a no contact order he gets it oh they were supposed to have an actual physical meeting with him and it couldn't do that it was over email let me tell you when they got that fucking shit in the mail grandparents lost their fucking mind mind you in between this we had been telling his parents and because my mom had his mom's number and we had been telling her like hey this is the shit he's doing you need to fucking get your son or get your grandson because like he's doing this stuff on social media and it's fucking annoying at this point you need to get him I'm even my mom was like I'm concerned for her fucking safety like you need to get your son right the mom actually was the one who was more like hey yo what are you doing but he was raised with his grandparents at the time so the grandma was like oh he is freedom of speech he can do what he wants she didn't like me so she didn't give a fuck what he was doing right she just thought I was the devil right and who knows what stories he was telling his grandma so what story and narrative he was spinning to make him look like he was a better person and I was the evil bitch in the situation. So, of course, they didn't do anything about it. He still was running rampant. So, I get that fucking shit. The day it fucking hit, my parents called me on the phone and they're like, hey, so we just got a call from his grandma and she cussed us the fuck out. And my dad's hyped in the background. And I'm like, what? So, basically how the story went from what they told me um, is that the grandma calls them cussing herself she's calling me a devil saying i followed him to the school and i'm trying to ruin his life right and i'm like what the fuck no that's the complete fucking opposite he followed me to the school so she's losing her mind mom's quiet in the background my mom is being calm as fuck with this grandma and mind you my mom is a firecracker of a person so for her to be calm as fuck is abnormal my dad is is usually the calm one he ends up cussing the grandma out because She's going off on my mom. She's just trying to be like, look, man, I'm concerned for my daughter. Da, 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 da. My dad tries to hop in. She's like, it doesn't concern you. He, That was all my dad needed to lose his fucking mind. He is like, then he starts doing his fucking military boy shit, and he lost his fucking mind. He's like, that's my fucking daughter. Blah, blah, blah. He lost his fucking mind. Told her she should die from fucking couple, uh, the virus that shall not be named. It, it was bad. My dad was literally hype on the back. And again, he's very, like, chill for the most part. He doesn't normally get in firefights like that. So for him to be the one screaming at someone and my mom is calm, ridiculous. So he's just like, yeah, I had to cuss that bitch out, blah, 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 blah. Losing their mind. I've never seen my parents tag team that well before. Like, seriously. Like, they, they were literally hype. So they deal with that conversation, and yeah, that was a whole headache on its own. And this, again, is like February, March time frame at this point. So by this point, they, again, couldn't do the in-person interview because they had to do everything over email. All right. And I'm going to see if I can find what he said because he, he was saying some fuck shit. So, yeah. So on March 7, 2020, he basically emailed them back and he was just kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I received your email. You know, I understand I need to stay away from her. Um. And then he basically tries to make me look like a liar because then he's just like, oh, she's not quite telling the truth about the situation. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you my side of the story. It gives his schedule. 
but again, due to the campus shutdown, literally like a couple days later, the campus shut down. And he basically just said like, if she thought I was stalking her since August of 2019, as she says, then she would have done something about it earlier. And um, he then questioned my fear based on the assertion that he was the first to receive an accept. I'm reading this verbatim, by the way. Uh, assertion that he was the first to receive an acceptance letter to attend KSU in October of 2018 before I received my acceptance notification. And he basically was like, you know, I decided to enroll at KSU knowing that he was already accepted to attend. Mind you, the only reason I applied earlier than he did, he didn't even want to go to the school, but I applied earlier than he did. The only reason why he got accepted before me was because my transcripts were fucked up because of the, the trying to fucking get him from there and trying to, that's why. They got fucked up because of I moved like two completely different states, so of course it was fucked up, and it took forever. So I didn't get accepted until like fucking like October, November, I think it was a while. So that's the reason why he got accepted. He got accepted first was because his transcripts were fine because he had lived there his whole life. I hadn't. I moved from a completely different fucking state. Of course, my transcripts would not transfer right, and it was a headache. So like, what what do you mean? That literally was the only reason why I didn't get accepted earlier. So he was on some BS and he didn't want to go anyway. So again, what are you talking about? Ridiculous. Like just admit that you were wrong. And then he proceeds at the end to be like, um, but I can promise you that I've never saw Kayla and never would. I'm not that kind of person. I was not raised that way by my grandma. And that's a complete lie because again, there was a mountain of evidence stacked against you and he had the absolute fucking audacity to then deny it. What? Ridiculous. The and even the people, when they saw that shit, I'm sure they were like, what? Ayo, did you really? I promise you it was the most passive-aggressive shit in this thing because they ended up saying, well, based off what we've seen, <laughs> we see that he did violate the student code of conduct. So, yeah, he's going to get uh, hemmed up, basically. And then it just kind of goes through the summary of this shit, and they basically concluded that he did what he did. And they were like, well, okay, you got to take a fucking course on um, stalking and, like, sexual abuse and whatever the fuck. It was all, they, like, kind of combined it together. It's a whole thing. But they basically were like, you need to take this class. And then they were like, um, you're going to get suspended for a semester. Okay. Now, the way they did it, though, they said that if he wanted to, he could actually have argued with me. So he could have actually appealed that, and then we could have went to a whole student court and shit, and it would have been even more of a headache. But he didn't. And you want to know why he didn't? I already know why he didn't. Because he knew he was wrong. And he knew he didn't have anything to go to back him up. Let's be honest. Because I had all this evidence stacked against you. You didn't have one thing to say otherwise. So as far as I'm concerned, there was nothing you could have argued. Because he was one of those people where he would have actually argued with you. Or he would have tried to really, like, make sure that I I didn't fuck up his, like, school career or whatever. He would have he totally argued with me. So I was actually surprised when he didn't. And I realized later on the reason why you didn't was because you knew you were wrong and you knew you didn't have any evidence against me to go against what I already had. You knew what you said what you said. You knew you were wrong. You knew you did what you did. And instead of just being upfront and saying, you know what, I fucked up, you want to sit here and lie and make me out to be a liar despite the fact that there's evidence stacked against you, like hardcore evidence stacked against you. So, yeah. That ended up transferring more into, like, the summer, I think. But it was, like, on and off. And then... He ends up getting suspended. I don't know if that really worked. Um, I mean, he didn't he didn't stalk me again ever since then, but they gave me basically the option. They were like, you get to choose the punishment. So what I could have did is I could have made sure that he couldn't sign up for classes or anything, online or in person. I almost did that. 
and I, you know, I don't know if he'll ever watch this or listen to this or anything. And I don't know if people who probably went to my school are going to listen to this, but if they do, and if you ever come across him, let him know he got lucky as fuck that day. You're lucky my mom is a nice person because I was going to do, I literally was going to fucking make sure he couldn't sign up for classes. I didn't give a fuck if you didn't graduate on time. I didn't care. You deserved all the pain in the world after that shit. But my mom, being the angel shit she is, she was like, no, don't do that to him. That's all he knows and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I don't give a fuck. But I was like, you know what, fine. So I ended up deciding to let him at least sign up for online classes, but he couldn't go back on campus. And then the little piece of shit decides to then be like, well, can I still come back on campus for in-person classes? No! I said no. He can't. He can't. He's not allowed. So they basically were like, you can still sign up for classes and whatnot, but you can't be on campus. Now, I don't know if he was ever on campus after that. I'm not entirely sure, to be quite honest with you, because I don't know how you would regulate that. But I will say, after this whole situation resolved, he never spoke to me again. I've never heard from him again since. Mm-mm. I didn't, I'm, he ain't contacted me, he ain't done none of that, so, it ended up working out in my favor, and as far as I know, he's graduated now, so I probably will never see him again, and I hope that stays that way, but I've had people come up to me recently, actually, I had one girl, um, because I was at another job, and apparently she went to the school, and she knew we dated, and she actually had asked me, she's like, do you still talk to him? I looked at her and said, hell no, I ain't spoke to him in, like, two years, uh, no, I don't talk to him, and she's like, oh, I saw no, um, uh, at his job with you a couple weeks ago and blah, blah, blah. I was like good for fucking you but I, I tr- trust me I don't talk to him anymore and I will never talk to him again um as far as I know that no contact order kind of probably is null and void because it really was just while we were still in school but I know once I graduate I mean it's null and void at that point but I doubt he'll probably come back to me at any time and I think at this point he's moved on thank god but that pretty much is the whole situation for the most part that's my whole soccer story time it was just ridiculous. And be careful with who you deal with and don't ever go to the same school as your boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, don't ever do that. It didn't work in my favor, clearly. Um, me and Danny are no longer together, clearly. We're, me and him are no longer together. We're still friends, yes. And trust me, if he was on here, he would ugh, already know he would have lost his mind because he can't, he can't. Even to this day, he'll bring it up and he's like, I get so fucking mad. And I'm like, bro, like, it happened like three years ago, Okay. <laughs> Me too, but, like, let's get over it. It's, it is what it is now. He doesn't bother nobody. And, uh, yeah, so that that is pretty much the tea. That is all I can remember from that situation because it's been so long. Um, thank God I even had that report. But, um, yeah, I will say that the school I go to does take that shit pretty seriously. Like, I didn't really have a problem with them. Now, I don't know how other people's situations went, but I know with mine they were pretty attentive and they got that shit done they got it done so um if you're ever in that situation and you know your school actually has like a good like title ix equity to report crimes (laughs) place to go you should do it don't ever be afraid to um stand up to a stalker i mean i I got lucky because it it wasn't as bad as it could have been because he it could have it could have went horribly it really could have but luckily he he was more bark and no bite so like but i couldn't imagine if maybe he was one of those people who could have like you know you know that's what i'm saying like i that's why it's very important to take that situation seriously stalking seriously abuse seriously because like it could end fucked up it really could we've seen it happen where people would be stalked people wouldn't take it seriously and then they end up dead so 
my mom had a had a right to be concerned and I had a right to be concerned about my safety. Whether it was cyberbullying or cyber stalking or whatever the fuck it was, regardless, you still were stalking me, you still were doing stuff that was creepy, and if you were a certain type of person, you could have murdered me. I could be dead. So I was like, it, it was important that I took those steps and got it resolved because I was like, if I didn't get this resolved now, bro, you were going to keep ruining my life. And freshman year was horrible because of him. Let me be honest. Like, I'm not even really, I might even be honest with y'all and say, like, I really was, like, not in the best headspace that year. I have never been so angry in my life, right? I was angry. I was afraid. I was paranoid. Like, I didn't stop, like, I didn't really stop being paranoid until, like, maybe halfway through sophomore year. That was a long time. That was half my college career I spent being terrified to even step out on campus because I was too scared of the fact that he'd see me and he would do something to me. And I was like, bro, I didn't want to keep living in fear like that. Like, I I don't want to keep being afraid to go do clubs and be afraid to make friends because I'm worried about you. Like, I I don't want to keep doing that. So luckily, it just kind of eased out over time and I got over and I was kind of like, fuck it. If I see you, I see you type shit at this point. But for a long time, I was I was very paranoid to be outside. Now, most people didn't know that because I didn't show that because I'm not one of those people who wants to talk about my feelings like that. But I was terrified. I, I literally was paranoid. Like, I most of the time, I didn't really want to leave my dorm. I didn't even want to step out of my dorm because I was like, now you know where I live. And I was like, I, I would go outside and immediately get anxiety at the fact that he could be around the fucking corner. And I was like, that's not a way to live. Like, I don't want to be like that anymore. So it took a lot of, like, trying to get over that and just kind of dealing with it I guess I didn't really get help for it I didn't really get therapy for it I realized I probably should have because it was kind of bad but you live and you learn and I'm at a better place in my life and it's kind of like whatever at this point it's just a funny story it's not funny but it's a funny story to tell um but I don't know if you got a stalker dude you should one gather evidence and two just try to look out for yourself because sometimes the world isn't going to look out for you. I got lucky and somebody did, but some people don't get lucky enough. And sometimes you got to look out for yourself because this world ain't going to do it for you. So I don't know. That's really it. That's that whole story. Um, I'm trying to think of like if there was anything else in between that that maybe I missed, but I can't really think of none. If there was anything in between that I missed, I'm pretty sure like it wasn't that important if I don't remember. But yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it niggas are crazy what are you gonna do i mean (laughs) they suck they're terrible and yeah so hopefully i don't ever have that situation again but yeah that was my seven month stalking uh escapade and yeah i took the steps to resolve that issue and i don't regret it honestly i would do it again i really would like if anybody would have asked me would you go back and do that again fuck yeah but i would do it sooner because i should have did it sooner um and I'm not trying to victim blame myself. It's just like, you didn't deserve my kindness. Because I honestly, I'm telling you right now, I was that person who would have probably exposed him online with all his little screenshots. Because as you know, he did cheat on me with niggas. And I do have screenshots of those. But I'm not going to share them because it's kind of over and done with. I was one of those people. I am one of those people. I am one of those petty bitches who would have did that. Um, I was one of those petty bitches who would have made his life a living hell um the only reason why that did not happen was because of my mother and my mother is kinder than me she really is she's the reason why I have some level of gentleness about me because I promise you I am a bitch at heart I am somebody who will be willing to ruin your fucking life I really will 
and I'm okay with that energy. Especially if you do the shit you did to me, because he got so lucky so many times, so many times. Even every time I said I'm gonna about, I'm about to get some against him. Da, 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 my mom's calling me, calling me, calming me down. She's like, let's just try to handle the situation. He'll probably stop, and I was like, okay, no, fuck that, nope. Telling you right now, that's the reason why he did not get hemmed up quicker. Cause I promise you, I'm not. I don't play them games. I don't handle disrespect very well. So the, the way that he either would have got fought in the street, would have got cussed out, would have got uh, hemmed up, would have got exposed online, something would have happened, and I wouldn't have cared what the consequences were because I could give two shits about your feelings. But again, my mom is my angel on my shoulder because I promise you, I'm not a nice person deep down. I'm really not. When it comes to that stuff, I'm not a nice person. I'm petty as fuck. So. If you ever see this dude, if you ever see this Johnny, just know that you got lucky. Cause um, and you should thank my mother. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank her because, the, trust me, uh, the level of kindness I showed you was not of my own doing. Uh, I did not want to show that kindness kindness willingly. I could care less about you. Yeah. So, that's that. Um, hope y'all enjoyed that story time, and hopefully y'all kind of got the gist of what I was talking about. Cause I try to say this in kind of a concise way that made sense. Um, and try to make it somewhat interesting <laughs> but it's kind of hard to like do a timeline and tell the story correctly because I don't know it's it's a little hard to, to really like try to condense seven months of bullshit into what like a 50 minute episode 57 minute episode so yeah um, yeah I hope y'all enjoyed that if you have questions or whatever feel free um, and yeah so there's that. And I would like to also say that I'm not here to bash anybody. Okay. I'm sure that people who went to my school are going to already know the story. If you know, you know. Um, and I'm sure if this comes across to him, he'll probably, I don't know, you're probably going to be mad. And that's fine. Be mad. I don't really care. But yeah, guys, that's about it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you're bored and you miss me, then feel free to go watch my other previous ones. I have a lot of really great uh, content for y'all to absorb. Um, and I guess I will see y'all next week with another episode. I haven't decided what I'm doing yet, but we'll find out. Um, make sure to do the things I already told you to do in the beginning. And have a great rest of your week and or weekend. Because um, I forgot, I changed this to Fridays now, so really technically it's your weekend um yeah so stay safe stay healthy stay gorgeous and i will see you next time bye